Now let's move on to our next important topic. Good morning from Ranger Camp, and let's jump right into our ABA gap, missed by more than 50% of residents in our audio books and the appendix of our regional anesthesia chapters in our Bible Central Sources. We work on recitations sometimes, too, just to decrease stress, and today we have some nice lines from Little Fred, our stress-relieving little book of recitations. Let's quickly retell and recall the legend of Horatio Cosellus. First time I ever heard it, it was recited from memory by Ted Turner, the media mogul, you'll remember, founder of CNN, and now one of the largest landowners in all of America. Turner regrets selling CNN to Time Warner, which he did, but is nevertheless happy in his mid-70s, raising buffalo on his Montana ranch. When he recited these lines, I remember where I was and was struck with their meaning and also his performance from memory. So, without notes, I'll try to do half as well. This recitation and Little Fred are pocket book of recitations. Then out spake brave Horatius, the captain of the gate. To every man upon this earth death cometh soon or late. And how can man die better than facing fearsome odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? And for the tender mother that dandled him to rest, and for the wife that nurses his baby at her breast, and for the holy maidens that feed the eternal flame, to save them from false sextus that wrought the deed of shame. Haul down the bridge, Sir Council, with all the speed you may. I, with two more to help me, will hold the foe in play. In yon straight path a thousand may well be stopped by three. Now who shall stand on either hand and keep the bridge with me? I always appreciate the idea of team spirit embodied in these lines, that with the help of our spouses on the one hand and our family on the other, we hold our own, even against mighty foes. Today we have a tough gap question to handle. We'll need to hold our own. Key words are in the text, a question which may very well have stimulated the gap that you'll see is quite specific. This is what I believe the board expects and queried. It's a single best question, and it reads, What structure or description best characterizes, depicts, and or is most closely associated to the point at which the sciatic nerve divides into the common peroneal and tibial nerves? Is it A, a location lateral to the bifurcation of the two heads of the biceps femoris muscle? B, a location deep to the popliteal artery and vein? C, at the insertion of the gastrocnemus muscle? D, lateral to the semitendinosus and semimembranosus muscles? Or E, 15 to 18 centimeters proximal, to the popliteal crease. Where does this division, in other words, of the sciatic nerve into the common peroneal and tibial nerves occur? Good luck and let's saddle up and lock and load. Let's begin by reviewing the wording of the gap. According to the American Board of Anesthesiology, 50% graduating CA3 residents did not know the site at which the sciatic nerve commonly divides into the tibial 
and common peroneal nerves. 50% did not know the site at which the sciatic nerve commonly divides into the tibial and common peroneal nerves. To me, as I look at it and interpret it, this seems to call for quite a detailed understanding of the regional anatomy that is pertinent to this issue. Let's review by looking at lower extremity sensation and innervation from our central sources, specifically the leg, the front and back cutaneous nerves. They're illustrated in the regional section of your central sources. As you'll recall, the nerve supply of the lower extremity rises from the lumbar and sacral nerves. The lumbar plexus is made up of some spinal nerves, T12, L1, L2, L3, L4, and from these arise the femoral, obturator, and lateral femoral cutaneous nerves. The sciatic plexus arises from skeletal nerves L4, 5, S1, and S2, and from these arises the sciatic nerve. With respect to the femoral nerve, the femoral nerve enters the pelvis and passes under the inguinal ligament. It, it divides under the inguinal ligament into anterior and posterior divisions. It's sensory to the anterior medial thigh and leg. It's sensory also to the medial aspect of the ankle as the saphenous nerve. One must be able to visualize the femoral nerve in relationship to other structures, and this can be seen in big blue. With respect to the obturator nerve, it supplies the adductors of the thigh and is frequently tested in the context of urology and specifically with the resectoscope contacting the nerve. The lateral femoral cutaneous nerve is sensory to the anterior lateral aspect of the thigh down to the knee. Moralgia parasthetic has been asked on many past administrations of this examination and it results from compression of the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve by the inguinal ligament to produce pain, numbness, and paresthesias over the anterior lateral aspect of the thigh. The sciatic nerve arises from the sacral plexus, as discussed. It leaves the pelvis through the greater sciatic notch and descends into the popliteal region. In the popliteal fossa, it divides into the tibial and common peroneal nerve. The sciatic nerve innervates the hamstrings and all muscles of the leg and foot. It's sensory to the front, the superficial and deep peroneal nerves, back, the posterior tibial nerve, and lateral, the sural nerve, aspect of the ankle. Sensation to the medial aspect of the ankle is by the saphenous nerve, a branch of the femoral nerve. The classic approach is with the patient lying in the lateral position with the hip and knee flexed. A line should be drawn between the posterior superior iliac spine and greater trochanter. At the midpoint of this line is a perpendicular bisecting line, which should be drawn 3 centimeters downward. This is the target for the block. If surgery involves the lower extremity, blocking the sciatic nerve is usually combined with femoral, obturator, and lateral femoral cutaneous nerve blocks. From the New York Society of Regional Anesthesia website, the bifurcation of the sciatic nerve into the tibial and common peroneal nerves, and I'm quoting, is located about 7 to 10 centimeters proximal to the popliteal crease, medial to the biceps femoris, lateral to the semitendinosus and semimembranosus muscles, and superficial to the popliteal artery and vein. Close quote. Again then, as one can appreciate, the bifurcation of the sciatic nerve into the common, peroneal, and tibial nerves is located about 7 to 10 centimeters proximal to the popliteal crease, medial to the long head of the biceps femoris, 
lateral to the semitendinosus and semimembranosus muscles and superficial as well as lateral to the popliteal artery and vein. I believe, therefore, my research seems to suggest that the best answer here is choice D. These links, which are in your text, provide additional information and context. Please review the pictures and the depictions. In summary, then, the bifurcation of the sciatic nerve into the tibial and common peroneal nerves is located about 7 to 10 centimeters proximal to the popliteal crease, medial to the long head of the biceps femoris, lateral to the semitendinosus and semimembranosus muscles, and superficial as well as lateral to the popliteal artery and vein. This makes the best answer D. Specifically, that the sciatic nerve divides into the tibial and comoperoneal nerves and it does so lateral to the semitendinosus and semimembranosus muscles in the location near the popliteal space. Take a look yourself and make sure you agree as you review the anatomical pictures and depictions I brought to bear in answering this question. This gap isn't an easy one, and the best way to prepare for something like this is to use the Bible Big Blue Central Source as a guide as to the regional topics previously tested. It's a very good guide along these lines. Any other regional topic tested should also be on your hit list. Mark these structures with a paper clip in your favorite anatomy book, from Gray's Anatomy to Brown to any of the other credible books of regional anesthesia. Study these repetitively. Big blue lacks color pictures, and that's a shame. But even with that, one person told me that just by studying big blue, he feels he scored on eight questions, which otherwise would have likely eluded him. So haul down the bridge, Sir Council, with all the speed you may. I, with two more to help me, will hold the foe in play. In yon straight path a thousand may well be stopped by three. Now who shall stand on either hand and keep the bridge with me? I always appreciate the idea of teamwork and team spirit embodied in these lines. I always aspire and hope to be one of your best teammates. With the help and support of our loving Spouses and families, we will hold our own, even against such mighty foes as the ABA. Victory is within our grasp. Onward now to victory.